Now, you know what I want to do is um, I did pull out some prayers from the Medicine Woman book. Okay. I wanted to begin by um, doing a couple of prayers and invoking the spirit of the divine feminine to help us through this and to bring people that need to be worked together. So Mm -hmm. I say, O Mother's feminine, divine feminine spirits of the East, the place of new beginnings, bless this program as we begin our journey towards bringing together collective womanhood. Help us to learn the lessons of the East to sustain our vision, to maintain the lofty ideas like the eagle. Grandmothers and grandfathers of the Eastern Gate, protect and bless all listeners, all of us, as we enter our new phase. Uh-huh. Ashay. Oh, ancient ones of the South, goddess Puele, who has the volcanic power of the South and Orisha Aganju, bless us in on this program to teach us the love, the warmth, the intensity of the South. Help us to learn the lessons of the heart, faith, and humility, and withstand the fires of emotion. Grandmothers and grandfathers of the Southern Gate, protect and bless all of us, as we enter our new phase. Okay. Oh, divine feminine spirits of the West, home of the changing buffalo woman, the deep, uh-huh. dark, watery place, bless this program and teach us the lessons of the West, the introspection and transformation that we will go through on our path of becoming a full and wonderful woman, women, Ashe, bringing in the black beard to protect us and heal her, heal us when we face the dark. Grandmothers and grandfathers of the Western Gate, protect and bless all of us as we enter our new phase. Ancestors of the North, divine feminine spirits of the North, ancient healing ones, be with us and bless us. Teach us your old ways and traditions, the wisdom of the buffalo, white buffalo woman. Allow her to experience the cold and the snow and the winds in the North as we grow into our divine destiny. Grandmothers and grandfathers of the Northern Gate, protect and bless us as we enter our new phase. Ashe. 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 Wow, that's beautiful. I, too, greet the elders and the ancestors of the north, south, the east, and the west, the up above, the down below, and within us all. Thank you for that, Eve. That was beautiful. Make that say, and that comes from the medicine, wom, women's medicine ways, and it was a little adapted 
to fit our particular needs as we open up this avenue of blessings for women, for women to divinely reach into their selves and, and really recognize, you know, that we are independent, we're responsible for our decisions and things that we do in this world, and we can't blame someone else when we are, you know, doing things that go against someone else. We can't complain about things coming to us because we're doing the same thing outward. So we have to really find a way to become sisters. Hmm. Well, for one thing, we need to be taught. You know, obviously we need to be taught that. We need to be taught so much um, in this uh, culture uh, that we live in. Um, All of these things that we've been discussing over the past uh, few weeks is behavior that needs to be taught. So if we have women that are uh, constantly feeling competitive, threatened, um, insecure around uh, other women, that has a root somewhere. And um, in indigenous cultures, how that was dealt with was uh, girls were brought together early on in their age groups, and they were taught particular behavior, but they were taught to love each other. And um, I believe that by coming up in a, in a society that's not that competitive, that's not that superficial, a lot of those um, issues that didn't come up as much. I'm not saying that there's not jealousy and envy and, you know, uh, women that maybe don't have other women's um, highest good in mind or anything like that, but certainly in the West it's, it's a major um, issue, and I just think that we have to begin to teach. We can't leave what our children learn uh, and are educated to to the people that run the very society that we're trying to um, tweak or make better, you know, or actually clean. I don't know. Okay, so I just think that that's, once again, that's where a lot of these um, old teachings can come in. What is a community? How do we treat each other, and that's in, in every tradition. You know, it doesn't matter if you're a Christian, if you're a Muslim, if you're a traditionalist, if you're a Buddhist. You know, it's all about uh, community and knowing how connected we are. And I don't think that's really instilled in um, women um, in this part of the world. I really don't, and certainly not in our country. Oh, absolutely. They have a a real conspiracy going to make women compete against one another in very dirty ways. And I'll start with the beauty contest. They have them early on with the little children and begin to develop those types of, of competitive behaviors that, you know, go beyond or go beneath a good moral character, mm-hmm. you know, 
and you have all of these um, various different, um, you know, mass media highlighting these shows which show bad behavior, quite frankly, from these beauty uh, It's bad behavior. It's um, acknowledgement and praise based on your physical beauty. You could just as well have beauty pageants for uh, young girls like that, and they wouldn't have to be dressed up um, with full makeup and adult clothing and um, little high heel shoes. You know, that's not necessary. It could be based on uh, just the quality of their character, their talent, you know, and what they're bringing. So that just that all goes back to um, the physical, the physical thing. Yeah, very surface level, which means nothing when you see that, um, you know, people that have that type of character and that, um, you know, compete with other women and are, you know, underhanded and do various different things to undermine other women, Hmm. you know, and, and to undermine things that are beneficial for children, you begin to see that, you know, it's no accident that women, you know, are the teachers of children and we're the very ones getting fooled into these competitive things because a child can't decide to be in a beauty pageant. That's Mm -hmm. an adult decision. And with that decision, many of these adults really support pedophilia, you know, Mm -hmm on that level because they're dressing their babies up to look like women. Mm-hmm. So, it's, you know, it, it begins to uh, form, you know, uh, er, very early on complexes, children that, you know, need to be on a diet, oh, I have to diet, and, you know. Right. And, you know, as a mother that I had um, worked um, negatively with my child, my oldest daughter, you know, about body images, you know, mm-hmm. and to my detriment, you know, uh, to her detriment because she's always dieting, you know, and it, it mm-hmm. comes from childhood, you know, um, making her feel a way about her body image that right. was, ne- you know, negative and it was wrong, you know, but I was still a part of those that were blind at that time to not see the conspiracy to make girls, females, less powerful than males. Because you don't see a whole bunch of males worrying about their body image. No, but they do. <laughs> no, they, but not, not on the scale of the woman, certainly. I mean, because the media just, you know, picks it up and runs with it. And um, yeah, not not so much with the um, male, but if, what is this really going back? It's, it's going back to who we who we believe ourselves to be. You know, like you said that you that you reacted that way to your daughter uh, because at that time you didn't realize what you were doing. You yeah. know, and I think that's that's a big problem. It's um, the the negativity. The things that we say that hurt our children, the things that we say um, that are not well thought of, 
when um, they're listening and we forget that they're listening. Um, we implant all these things in their head. It's what Don Miguel Ruiz calls black magic. You know, if you tell your children you'll never be this, you'll never be that, you're no good, you're just like your mother, you're just like your father, uh, you're stupid, you're this, you're that. He calls it black magic because what you tell a child, a child takes in. You know, they're, they're taught to listen to us as adults and what we say. So we're actually programming, you know, our own children to have those issues. And then when we're confronted with them, um, you know, we react in a way that's even more harmful. And we may be the very ones that planted, you know, those um, doubts and fears and things in their minds. You know, yeah, we early are on. the first parent, we're the first teachers of the children. Yeah. So children pick up what what they live, yeah. and they learn what they live, and 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 the parents are the first teachers. And you know, to my shame, that I I I did that, and I carried no, on. No, not your shame, Ia. You didn't know any better then. You did what you knew. You know, that's how we started out this conversation. What are we taught? You know, we're, we should have schools after school. You know, we should have things like that where the children can come and learn positive things about themselves, learn positive affirmations. Um, you talk about post-traumatic slave syndrome. You know, the only way to get out of all those isms, schisms, syndromes, you know, this and that is to reprogram. We have to rewind, you know, and not even rewind because that, that sounds like going back. We can't go back at all, but we need to cleanse everything. We're seeing our children kill each other. Um, we're seeing behavior that is would have been shocking, you know, a few years back. We need a cleansing. Just like the earth is being cleansed, we need to take over and cleanse the minds of, um, well, I guess mainly adults. Children come in here without these um without these negative um you know thoughts about themselves so somewhere along the line they're learning from us they're learning from what we expose them to and then we can't later on turn around and chastise them for things that we didn't protect them from so i i just think now um you know how how with the female energy how a mother is going to deal with this is to just bring everybody back underneath the skirt, okay, and start over um, with how we teach our children, how we program them. I don't like that word, but essentially um, it seems that's what we're doing, you know, is programming them. And we need to show them that there is a better alternative, and we need to be examples of that. You know, we can't keep telling them things and then, they see our behavior, and um, they're like, oh, you know, you're, you're a hypocrite. You know, anyway, you're not doing it. So it's, um, it's, very, it's very serious times right now. But I think it's all what we're trying to do is um, pull everything together and um, lift everybody's vibration up. When people ask me, why do you do what you do? Why do people meditate? Why do they have rituals? Why do they have certain practices? And my idea is that 
it takes us into that flow. There's a flow in the universe that's never ceasing, that's always going. It's energy, it's creativity, it's um, things in balance. It's creating good things. And we as spirits and even as human beings, we can get into, especially as human beings, we can raise our vibrations so that we get into that flow. And when we're into that flow, the things that come out of us are going to be good and they're going to be productive. And we need to get our children into that flow early by teaching them some type of, um, I guess I could use the word discipline, that focuses and directs them um, in areas that will um, develop compassion um, for others, that will develop um, self-worth, that will develop um, a knowing, you know, that we all have to work uh, together. So, I don't know, maybe I kind of went off someplace else, but this is something that has to has to begin and some well, of it yeah I'm sorry go ahead. well what I was going to say is that you didn't go off what it does is it encompasses so many different areas of development that yeah. we have no choice but to touch on all of those areas to bring children into a harmony about themselves they're born with greatness already. It's really our responsibility just to bring it out of them and help them to cope with the various different strangleholds on their energy, on their creativity, on their mind, you know, to to begin to help them to get a coping uh, mechanism for what's going to go on in the real world. If we're going to beat them down in the, in the world that they live in at home, then, you know, beating them getting beat down in, in the society, they're going to see, think about it as no hope, no mm-hmm. no no place for them, and, and become destructive because negative attention is what they've been used to, and that's what they're going to continue to pursue. And it's only through not just the birth mother waking up, but the spirit of mother waking up in all of us to yeah. say, you know what, this yeah. child may not be my child that I had, but this child is my child. Yeah. And so that I need to, if I need to encourage that mother, you know, that child's mother to be nicer or to show her the the beautiful things about her child, you know, in 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 those ways we can be helpful too. Taking the baby for an afternoon or a day so mom can get some rest time and mm-hmm. continually talking to mom about how language affects each and every person on this planet. Mm-hmm. You know, not just children, but everybody's affected by language. And if you don't want your child growing up being a kind of a, 
a destructive force in the universe, then you have to learn your language to keep mm-hmm. them. The word. Yeah, the word. It's um, It all goes back to the word. Word, sound is power. Word is um, how things manifest. Um, it's, it's one form of, uh, it's one vehicle for manifestation. And um, that's very important. So I don't know, I see... I see these children, and I see these games that they like to play. The only games I've ever looked over uh, a shoulder and seen were extremely violent. Somebody was getting their head blown off or whatever. And I wish there was a company out there that would think to make other type of games. Um, Maybe you could have a game where um, each time you completed some task, you move to a higher state of consciousness. You know, uh, something good happened. You fed somebody in this country. You did um, a good deed in that country. Um, you know, something just on a, on a scale to... Well, you know, um, they actually have games like that. Well, they actually I don't have games much. like that. <laughs> they do. See, that's they the kids are focused. They're focused on that stuff. You know, they want to say all these children have ADHD, you know, and, you know, all these things that when I was little I never heard of, you know, there was just, there was some badass kids, okay, around. There was some kids that were troubled. There were, and, and we kind of knew why, you know, um, looking into their family structure or, you know, whatever was going on in their lives. But um, I haven't seen, um, I haven't seen any games become that popular that no. are positive like no, that. It's, it's not going to be popular because they're free. And, oh. and uh, as a matter of fact, um, when you play this game uh, and it's words, you you know, you, you figure out all these words that um, the uh, company that sponsors it donates um some uh, seed to uh, underdeveloping countries. So oh. they have some stuff like that yeah. out, okay. you know, but it's a, a really a question of people accessing it, knowing that, you know, it's 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 a word game, you know, it's, it's a brain game. Yeah. And if you do it, you uh, help, you know, uh, a poor country to um, gain some benefit. Okay, so it has like a, a giveaway too. But, well, that's good. But this yeah. just needs to be done on a massive level. And I think that all the talk that we've had about the shift, you know, within the past three years, the great shift of even the the universe itself, you know, which is a, an alive, vibrating entity, you know, in itself is shifting. And I think that's why we even have these conversations now that um we what what is the worst does a how does a uh, young girl learn her worth learn her value learn um how special she is we we have to begin to teach these girls i would love to see circles all over starting you know where um girls got to sit down with their elders you know and ask questions and get answers and you know, share share with us. It would be a mutual uh, kind of thing, but it has to start 
way back. It has to start way back. And, um, girl, you know, we're you're specifically speaking about how girls treat other girls or how women treat other women. But, you know, that's just a microcosm within the, the greater picture because that's how people react, period. I think it just seems uh, because we're women, maybe we feel we see it uh, more often, you know, amongst ourselves than in um, males. I don't know if males have the same type of, certainly they have physical proudness and they're competitive on that level in sports and, you know, things like that. But women do those things too, Um I just think we need to know it's okay to love each other, that we're not threats. Then you have some women that maybe are threats. That's their behavior. That's what they know, you know, and that's the energy they choose to bring. And I'm sure it has its place in helping everybody learn, but I think we all need to get to a place where we are loving and supporting each other. And, you know, we could do that through the phases of the moon. That, mm-hmm. you know, when we have a full moon, you know, coming, that we could choose to do a ritual to send love out to other women so right. that we and they're can being be done. And they're, those are being done. We've done them for years, you know, and many traditions have done that. I'd like to see it get into the urban environment, you know. Um, how many children even look up at a moon? I remember New York had a blackout uh, once, and it was a full moon. It was the first time we saw stars. Um, it was pitch black outside. It was an awesome experience, and that was the first time many children even noticed stars. You was allowed to go outside? Yeah. My parents mm-hmm. had her oh, indoors. Oh, yeah, that blackout. You could see it. You could <laughs> see it out the window. It was just a very eerie feeling, That's you know, word. for New York. You know, we have a lot of work to do in um, gathering. You know, my vision is always gathering, gathering, um, gathering people together to feel a sense of community, and I use the word community in the sense of um, a sacred tradition where everyone is supported, everyone has a place, um, everyone essentially cares um, about what's happening to the next person. And I think that all these things stem from not really having uh, having that. Yeah, having that with each other, you know, having that with each other. And we need that. We need to have empathy because there are many of us going through trials and tribulations and we need support, we need love, we need information that we're good people and that we deserve to be supported and loved regardless of whatever is around you know, you are loved, you are supported, what can I do to help you? You know, we need that. That's major. And a human touch. You know, people need to be hugged. You know, if you don't have anybody to hug, you always say go have a massage. 
get some body work. You know, at least it's someone physically touching you. It's the connection there. It's very important that we um, share a touch um, with other other people. You know, babies die without it. So why would that change as we got older? People exactly. need it. You know, people need it. Um, I, I just think that as we evolve, we'll find ways of... Um, of not making the environment toxic uh, for the children that are coming. We have very special children coming now. I mean, yeah. we've got grandbabies. I'm sure you can see them. These are children that are uh, prophesied to come in these days. The rainbow. A lot of them, yes. They're rainbow children. They're indigo children. They, you know, they've always got to put a tag on um, somebody in the medicine way, though the rainbow children are all the races uh, coming together in these times, you know. Also, but these are old souls that are coming back. They remember, you know. Most of us came and forgot so much, and we're actually remembering. Um, but these children are going to remember. They're going to have to be taught differently. And um, because, yeah, their brains just don't work, you know, the same way. So they may, all these things we're talking about, they may actually uh, be the ones who are coming to do that work and to do the teaching um, of um, oneness and love, you know. And once again, the feminine energy is the energy of nurturing, it's of creativity, it's of sustaining, feeding, supporting, um, defending, uh, protecting. You know, all of these things are feminine uh, qualities, and um, that's our mission. You know, that's our mission, and I think that's what's beginning to happen. It's why we have these kind of shows. It's why... um, people's consciousness is just expanding. I see, I choose to see it as expanding, even with all the um, appearances otherwise. I choose to see um, that as a human race, we are expanding and evolving. Um, Yeah, I I do choose to see that. And Um, we are, and the rainbow children are coming, and they're coming exactly with compassion and love and a commitment to do honor to the planet, not yeah. to uh, go about destroying it. Um, one of the brothers on the, the website sent a uh, page which compared the mat- the matri the the matriarchal family uh-huh. in comparison to the patriarchal family and. What you see is that in the matriarchal family, everyone is important. All community members are important. Right. Everybody is 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 um, given the same uh, importance and value right. as right. a a uh, valuable member. And where you have the patriarchal society, which we have lived in oppressively for these last two thousand years. Yes, definitely. Well, Stealing and taking, you know, someone else's power. 
And it's about power and control and selfishness and greed and all these things that create the world, that kind of world that we live in now. And the kind of world we live in now is um, shameful. I mean, if, 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 if people believe that there was angels and God, you know, to come back to the planet as mm. Christians believe, would he be ashamed of those people that have millions and trillions of dollars living like royalty and so many children hungry on the planet? So many uh, children without shelter, without clothing. You right. know, no, I don't think that, you know, any diet, you know, divinity or or deity or God, whatever you call it, goddess, would be proud of how people are living because it's mm. all about, you know, and it's not about everyone using the resources fairly. It's about people who, you know, directly... Greed. There's greed. That, that's every, just greed. It's yes. Just greed, everything. Know, it's really just greed. You know, that's... Um, and, and most of those things are actually uh, negative aspects of male of male energy. It's certainly not manifest in every male, but as a, as a whole, that's what happened to the war side, you know, those type of things, because certainly men are protective, and men um, have an energy um, that should sustain um, women and children. Um, and I think yeah, it just but... got out of balance. And I think what this is about is we are we're really what we're really trying to do is unite, merge within our own selves the masculine and the feminine to get that back in balance. And then it's like opposites, the opposites will actually unite us, okay? And then we can unwind from so much of this and find the center, the spiritual center within ourselves, which is the, um, what do you call it, the cross, um, the crossway where the, the masculine, the feminine, the crossroad, you know? So... We we're trying to just balance that back together, and I think a lot of people are craving that. They're craving the nurturance of a mother. You know, they're craving a breast to put their head on. You know, and a hug um, around them so that they literally feel that they're supported. I think it's missing in a lot of people's lives. And um, I mean that metaphorically and um, in in um, in real life. Yeah. And uh, we want to bring bring that back, that healing. We yes. heal it. Yes, and, because um, it's an extreme. The yeah. patriarch is extreme. It's yeah. extreme war. It's extreme use of force and power over others, and they have taken protection to another level where rather than protection, they're being aggressive mm-hmm. and for people's land as the uh, land shrinks and the world gets closer, you see how many undeveloped countries are being bought out mm-hmm. so that they can do the same thing that mm-hmm. has been in this country, which is take 
from those that was here, indigenous people, taken from what they have given to this world and and just usurped it. Now, all of a sudden, you have people who are uh, rich owning all the land, and although they made a little compensation to the Native Americans, there's been no compensation to the African-American people for no. having gone through these struggles. As a matter of fact, they still want us to continue in these struggles because there's no fairness in terms of the economics. You don't have a lot of um, uh, African-American businessmen in African-American communities. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. You have a lot of foreign people, which they're not in the other neighborhoods. They're in our neighborhoods, and they've set up shops and bodegas and all these things. And... They pretty much have the market on how people's monies are spent because if you don't have a car, you can't get to any place but the corner store. Mm-hmm. Well, it's you know it's true, and these are issues that we've been dealing with for a couple hundred of years now. Um, you know, we've um, come somewhat, but. It's like where do it's like when I think of the movement or when I think of the Panther Party and all the um, things that happen within that party, the betrayals, the distrust, the um, you know, people experienced a lot of pain um, when the Panther Party broke up and. Um, started looking at each other and saying, well, what what is the answer? Because, like, in California, the next, well, everywhere, but really bad out here, um, the generation of the, the children of who would have been Panther children um, became uh, gang members, you know, and turned all that energy on each other. Um, so there were some of us that said there has to be a greater way, there has to be a greater power than... This power, now certainly self-defense and uh, defending yourself um, and everything is certainly something that I'm all for still. But on another level, we have to look at what we're doing and how we're thinking as a people to, in order to draw to us, um, how do I put this, in order to learn to manifest what we really need. And once again, to me, that goes back to a whole different way of thinking Um, in order to attract certain things, we have to think a certain way. And I think that's a big issue in our community, and that's what I meant earlier about reprogramming um, people and not programming children as they come in, not programming them, teaching them, of course, but not unteaching them the things that they've already brought here uh, with them, particularly on a spiritual uh, level, these children. Um, I just think that we need to look at some of the ways that 
the ancestors did things and um, return to those ways. You know, maybe on in some way you have to tweak it on a modern scale or in a different way, but certainly um, the way people were taught to treat each other, to live with each other, um, to... Um, I mean, we even had methods. Look at your land. Essay, when your baby is born, first of all, you can have a reading when your baby is in the womb to find out who is this child that's coming and what is this child coming to do. Then when the baby's born, you take it back to the mat. You have essay, where you're told what this child's destiny is, um, what its taboos are, what its strengths are, you know, things like that, that it can at least give you some kind of guidance that t- tells you which side of the family the child is coming from. Is this, the, is this child coming from the father's side? Is this child coming from the mother's side? Things were so specific. We've got disconnected from a force, okay? And that force is life itself. It's God itself. It's creation itself. We've got, we've got, seemingly we've gotten disconnected. We can never fully disconnect from the source because the source is the source of who we are also. So we can't disconnect, but we can certainly um, get into an area where we can forget uh, that we are of that source. You know, um, I just think that... um, we need to focus on a lot of things in in our community and look at the things that have not worked, which has been a lot of stuff. And um, I don't know, Edie, I'm kind of drifting on that one. Well, I think we need to uh, have visions. We We have to have visions for what we want to see in the world. You know, we want to see the rainbow children living their destiny, protecting mm. them. And so we have to have visions of mothers and fathers doing what they need to do. We have to have visions of males and females working on getting that balance together mm. and moving forward. You know, um, uh, last week my daughter gave birth to um, a boy and okay. is is that her and her husband are on a unit together, mm. you know, about each other and, you know, putting forth that energy that brings baby into the world happy. Mm. Yeah. You know, and, um, you know, you have other um, children that are coming in the world where, you know, mom is is, is not being treated the way she needs to be treated. And we have to have a vision of our males treating our females the way they need to be treated in order to bring forth these rainbow children. We have to have visions of people doing the right thing because it's the right thing. Yes, that's true. That's true, but see, even that behavior goes back to what does a male 
how does the male deal with the female? How does the female deal with the male? We have households where um, daughters, uh, girls, have don't have a father around. So when it comes time for them to start learning about uh, boys and men, it's like a um, hit and miss. It's like, um, uh, you know, try this, try that. Does this work? Does that work? Because they haven't really had an example in their life of um, what a male, what a man is, what a man does, um, how a man feels, what a man uh, says, and certainly the same for our sons. You know, and I don't know if that situation is getting any better because now that's crossed over into other races where they're starting to have um, mainly female households or the divorce rate is 50% of people that get married will get divorced. These are all issues that are male, female, you know, that all show how out of balance we are and how it does affect us uh, directly um, when we don't honor uh, the the masculine and the feminine on an equal basis. That's true. You know, on an equal basis. That's uh, true, and we have to have, we have to begin to put our visions out there in writing and words to bring forth the power of what we want to see in the world. I believe that we are very powerful beings, and if we we visualize the way that we want to see the world operating, that it will follow our vision, it will follow our thoughts, Mm -hmm. but it's up to us to hold the vision, to Mm -hmm. breathe life in it by doing things that change it, you know, I know everyone is not the same, but we can all use our gifts and talents to make the world a better place. Well, that's why we're here. I mean, that's one of the reasons that we're here is to, we're all trying to evolve. We're all trying to, uh, what, go back to source, you know, ultimately nirvana, whatever. You know, you want to call it. We're all here to to, um, fulfill our destiny, to use our gifts, our talents, to share, to love. Um, and yes, we need to write, and yes, we need to um, use words, but but we also need action. You know, we also need action. We also need people to step forward um, and be role models, um, step forward and share, you know, their experiences. Um, just uh, care for one another. You know, everything is reflecting. We're powerful enough to have caused this uh, appearance of chaos, you know, on this planet. I say the appearance of because in reality, you know, it's it's non-existent, but it's, it, it exists as we exist now in order to um, teach us, you know, in order to help us grow, you know, in order to help us see. You know, we've created the the illusion of this chaos. And now we're going to uncreate it. You know, now um, we're going to make it a place 
you know, that hopefully works uh, for everyone. Oh, uh, and and we will, and yeah. we and we will. I want to um, take the last seven minutes to um, uh, be able to um, share that we want to do readings, and you know, the last thirty minutes are really for readings. Someone was online, but they hung up oh, or got okay. connected. So. The last 30 minutes is for readings, it's for coming and using our gifts to help other people. So, you know, there's so many of us that have a um, a need for help, and this is the vehicle for help. Our last 30 minutes, you know, if we had callers, would have been designated to speak to callers who just needed maybe us to talk to them or to support them, you know. But okay. this is what this program is for. It's not just for us to just um, talk, but also to help. Okay, that's great. That's beautiful. That's what I'm talking about, reaching out, touching each other. And that's certainly a way... Uh, to do that. And we have um, Sister Soul Power on, which I know is Sister Marion Ifua. Oh. So we'll bring her on. She didn't raise her hand, but we'll bring her on anyway. Greetings and blessings. Greetings and blessings magnified and reflected to you both. Thank you so much. Thank you. Yes. Yes. <laughs> Good to hear your voice. I put the voice with the picture. Yeah. Oh no. Ah. Okay. Mm-hmm. Honored by that. Yeah, I just um, you know, I really didn't push my finger because I I kind of came in the middle, but I was listening because I was in transit, uh, in mm-hmm. movement. But uh, that's how feminine energy is. It's a constant flow, as you know. Yeah. Yes, but uh, I was honored by that. But listen, now that I look, now that you have reiterated that you're actually going to utilize spiritual gifts, what better mm. than to go to the elders to receive a message? Mm. Ah. Okay. Yes. She's kind of breaking up for me. Can you hear it? Yes, I can. Okay, can y'all hear me better if I if I like this? Can you hear me better? I can hear you better now, yeah. Okay. Yeah, I was just saying that I was listening. I was in transition. I was moving around, going from one place to another. And so when I finally, so when I came to the actual house, I was able to log on and actually get on the telephone without any outside interference. Mm -hmm. But I know we only have a few minutes left, but I would love and be honored um, if you would share your love and a message for me, if you if there is one that you are allowed to share with me. Mm. You speaking to either of us? Man, I, I, I don't listen okay. All right, Ia, what's your birthday? My birthday is June 5th. Yes. Yes. Mm.
Well, I would say right now within the next, um, maybe starting a month ago and going into certainly the next six or seven seven months, you have an opening. Um, there's a door of abundance. There's something being offered or something that's going to be offered to you. Um mm-hmm. I don't know if that has to do with education, something you want to learn, um, uh, some area that you've been thinking of delving into, but maybe there's a little hesitation um, or fear there. But this is like an ab- a window of abundance where you should take a chance. If there's something that you're thinking about doing, um, and maybe there's a little risk to it financially, um, that you shouldn't worry about that. You should go ahead and um, look into it. Um, now, you know, uh, I say I'm, I'm, I'm receiving a message similar to that, which says that you definitely are on the right track of where you're going in in terms of the world and what you want to do, and, you know, you just have to stay focused on your plan. In your your birth and your life cycle, you are someone that uh, really um, came with an agenda since you was a little girl, and okay. you're just starting to put the structure in it, and you have many gifts and talents, and your um one of those people that, unfortunately, you learn through going through the fight, mm. you know, <laughs> hard way. Yes. So, yes. so you, you could take it's, and relax these next couple of months and just really fo- follow your plan because you have a plan. You have you a know, plan. And it's, it's like there's that, something she knows that, she can do, but there's a there's a part of her that's holding back on it, too. Yeah, but you do it. Absolutely have to know. Okay. I'm sorry. All right. I'm going to see that. Yes. Well, I Thank you both. Hmm. Just um, I I just think if um, if things have been feeling really tight or constricting, you know, mm-hmm. say the past year, that's what that's what's easing up in this window right now. So while that tension starts to dissipate, um, remember what it is you really want to do, that you really want to do. There's something that you really want to do, and there's a little part that goes here, right? Okay, but, yeah, you can do that, and you're going to have an opportunity to do that within the next seven months. That's what I'm seeing. That's what I'm seeing. Yeah, you influence a lot of people around you, too. So um, your carriage and your um, your carriage and your ability to feel um, mm-hmm. things around you is really really strong and um, protect yourself and use water use water. In fact, I'm, do you live in a in a place where you have access to your water heater? Yes. You do? Yes. Okay, then I want you to go get a marker, go to your water heater, and write on that water heater all the qualities 
that you want to bring into yourself right now to manifest that thing that you really want to do. Because water picks up the vibration that we give it. And just, you can do it on, you can take a water bottle and write really beautiful things on one of them and really ugly things on the other one and watch in seven days what happens to the water. So that water comes into your house, you bathe in it, you may drink it, um, you do so many things with it. So put the qualities on your water tank that you want to manifest in your life right now because you're very, very um, open to the energy of water. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I'll say. Very much. Yep. Wow. Mm-mm-mm. I say. Mm-mm. So we have come to the end of our program, mm-hmm. and it's been an honor and a privilege to share with yes. all of you Including yeah yeah you are phenomenal, and um, as we continue on this path, uh, Mondays you'll find that we will be speaking according to how Spirit bring it forward for us to speak. Okay. Yes. Okay. Hey, we need that. We need that. Yes. You know it's oh. This is so in line with everything. Thank you all for honoring the spirit to speak with me, and I'm honored by this. And I just don't know. It it just, yeah. I get the message now. That's right. I get about the get the water message now because that has been something that my mind a message been coming to me over and over again, and I kept understanding like, what am I doing with this water? Like, what is what? What do you want me to do with the water? Okay. Jay, good. Eva to our great mother. Okay, praise to the goddess of mystery. She cleans us from the inside out. Praise to the goddess of the river, the spirit that cleans me inside out. Praise to all the spirits that that support us. And praise, number one, to Oludumari God. I say, everyone be blessed. Stay strong. Think good thoughts. I say. I say. You all have a wonderful week, and we'll see you back here next Monday, same time, same space. And as usual, all of our shows are sponsored by Yoruba House of Worship, and we give thanks to them for allowing us to move forward in this way. Ashe. 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 Oh, my.